Hello and welcome back to the 8th episode of the Saints Prime Podcast. It's with me, Ollie. Hi, Ari. Mikey. Oh, switching it up. Okay, so today we're doing a tier list maker. If you want to skip straight to that, I'll put a stamp on the video. But first we're going to do some questions and some transfers, little things like that. So hand over to Harry. Can you give us some questions? The questions. Quite a few today, quite, but mostly a lot of them about Lamina. Yeah. So we've got James, Tilly 9, Lamina can't be sold. What else have we got? Dan Hurst, is Lamina Saints version of Pogba literally his work rate is terrible and has the potential. So do you agree with that? He's kind of the Southampton version of Go on, Tiz, give us the stat. What was the stat about uh, Lamina? I think it's like the fourth most like walk percentage at like 36 point something percent. It's, yeah. He's, he's not got the, the best work rates when he doesn't want to, if you're right. He's, he's either really on his game and does really well, mm-hmm. or if, he, if he's not interested, he'll just laze about, stand in the middle of the pitch and just pass the ball. Yeah, I think Pogba's quite a good comparison, because mm-hmm. really you can see the, the you know, there's class there that if used in the right way could be amazing, but... Yeah. It's just like, will that ever, will that happen? Or will we give him a whole season that doesn't help and then can't shift him? You know, do we just get rid now and find someone who fits the system? Or do we take that chance of him being, you know, world-class and selling him off a double that we are looking at the moment? Mm. That's well, the thing is, we're looking, I think, at something like £15 million pounds for Lamina. Which you think, uh, what's, his, what's his name? Who's the left-back from Bournemouth? Tyro Mings, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's just gone for £20 million, £25 million. Yeah. To Villa, and that seems extortionate. So we've got to be looking at about thirty. Yeah. 30 well, the thing is, I think million. I think they're saying fifteen because that's our money back, and, and yeah, fifteen they want at least money back. And the the um the interest then, if you look at Alan Blackmore, he said four Premier League was it? Yeah. Four Premier League. Three of them names. I think Leicester, yeah. Arsenal, and Manchester United are the three names. But then yeah. the fourth one is but... yeah Villa. Yeah. 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 I think. It's difficult. I, I I hope he'd be a good player for the system, but if he doesn't work out, I think we'd regret mm. it. So, Any other opinions on that? Uh, I think that's, that's about it. But we will go more into it when we talk about the Saints tier list and oh, yeah, of course. how the players work. So, other similar question, James Rickson, what's happening with Lamina at the moment? It was Lemons, but I'm guessing he means Lamina at yeah. the moment. So, we've already talked about that. <laughs> Sedmans.15, do you think Lamina should leave? Gav Wilburn, who would be the breakout star for next season. We talked about that last podcast. Yeah. If you want to hear what we, our opinions of that. And Mitchell underscore YX or YX to your opinions on your opinions on signing a good young player. And he said an example and Picano, but I just mean it's that sort of young player. Yeah. So what what do you what, what do you think? Fine with it. You know, yeah. it, it's as long as uh, if it fits Ralph's system, mm. then that's fine. Uh, I think it's centre back definitely yeah. would probably be a centre back but yeah if I I don't think we really need another centre back no. unless we do sell Stevens and Hoyt if we yeah. sell both of them we need another centre back mm-hmm. if we don't sell both of them then we don't need one um, but I want to see Hoyt play because I want I think Hoyt is a good player but mm. He's got well, a lot from. A fan no, though, he's got he's got a lot he's got a lot of abuse from Southampton fans for things that wasn't his fault. Uh, obviously, you've got to discard Fulham and stuff like that because yeah. that was his fault. Uh, <laughs> he, I think there's a good player in him, and if Asenuf can get it out of him, then yeah, you can keep him around. Because the thing is, you can't just get rid straight away. You got to give it a chance. Yeah. yeah, see if there is something there. If it's not, then it's got to go. But apart from that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he mentioned Empicano there, but I I find I know he works with him at Leipzig, 
but I find it unlikely that we'll go from Picano because Leipzig have got their new manager Julian Negelsmann. So I don't think if he's want, he might be part of their plans, especially because he's a good young upcoming prospect. And obviously Leipzig's more of an attractive place to play than Salamps at the moment. Osk dot A A R R. Will we need to replace Lamina, or is Romay good enough? I think those are two quite different players. Mm, Romay breaks up the play. Lamina is a lot more of a creative spark in the midfield. I don't because of the system that we'll be playing. If we do play the four two two two, then Lamina doesn't fit because yeah. he's not a defensive midfielder and he's not an attacking midfielder. Mm. He's he's that space in the middle. He's a central midfielder. Mm, yeah. So. I don't think we'll need to replace Lamina in that way. We'll probably, we might have to buy another defensive midfielder yeah. just to fill in um, with what we have. Yeah. But I don't think Lamina needs replacing in that way. It should really be more of a system of what it used to be. You've got your class players that are in there at the moment and either the rotation or the promising should be the youth players being that backup. Yeah. That should really be what it, it, our system's always been. And I think us having this massive squad of big-name players won't necessarily work I think we do need to have and you've got to think as well we're, we were signing players promising Europa League and we don't have that same power now in signing players like, I know it seems like we're underperforming but you know we're, when we're saying to signing Lamina we're saying you know Europa League football stick on a big sell-on clause and you'll be off to Arsenal in a few yeah. years time whereas a relegation battle is really not what those players want they yeah. want that kind of uh, consistency yeah. and Pushing high. That's not, that's not the promise that they were they were given when they joined. Yeah, that's the sort, of, sort yeah. of idea. And so, final question of the week came from Southampton News Now: Prime Lambert or Prime Graziano Pella? Lambert any day. Lambert. Yeah, any day. So, any day. I mean, Pella was great, but Lambert's better. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you think um, like Pella? He had rough patches that people kind of forget now whereas I can't really think of a prime uh, like a point where Lambert dipped in form it was just mm. constant you know uh, more yeah. clinical nature you know obviously I don't I, I can't remember a time that I know he would have done but Graziano Pella probably not as clinical from the spot you don't won't have that same amount of confidence and he wasn't sort of one of those players Lambert that did all the flicks and tricks and stuff like that he just no, got yeah. on with it Score goals for fun, League One Championship, Premier League, proved himself in all of them. Three leagues, yeah. So Lambert, any anything else? No, I'm pretty happy with that. I think yeah. it's pretty, uh, pretty solid. Well, so that's all the questions. Thank you very much for sending yeah. in. And now let's go into transfers. We're just going to talk about ins because for the Southampton squad tier list, that's when we'll talk about like the outs as part of, of what it is. Um, the only real name that we've been really linked to this this window, or oh, sorry, this past week, yeah. is Jared Bowen. So, what, what's your kind of thoughts on that one? Uh, he's got a good record. Mm-hmm. I was having a look at it a couple of days ago, and he looked like he's got a decent amount of goals from his position. I think he had about forty-six appearances this uh, this uh, well campaign, yeah. or last last, last season's yeah, yeah. campaign. Now, um, forty-six appearances, about at least twenty-plus goals in yeah. that. Um, you know, like good goal scorer, especially mm. for his position. Um, yeah, and I think. He's, he looks a good sign, looks a Saints signing, but we have a surplus in that area yeah. at the moment already, so I think it seems a little bit premature to get him in because we haven't got anyone 
going out the door. Yeah. I, I don't want us to get dragged into uh, like where you know how <laughs> two seasons ago we had about eight central midfielders because mm. we just kept buying them. There, there was no like we got a load through the youth system and then we just kept buying central midfielders. Yeah. I don't want us to do that with wingers because mm. we've always got Redmond, Dejempo, Ward Prowse can play there, yeah. Josh Sims can do it as well. And if you sign Jao Bowen, then that's five, and then you've got more through the system like Tyree Johnson, yeah, and players like that, and that just doesn't give the our youth a chance. Like it makes sense the signing, yeah. He's he's a good young player, played well in the championship. He won't cost too much. I think it was fifteen million they were saying, yeah, which is about what Dejempo to cost, and uh, yeah, it, it makes sense. But I don't want to get an overload of wingers, mm. and then not let Josh Sims have a go next year. Yeah, Stuart Armstrong as well. Is that about him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I think that's about right. To be fair, we're about to go on to the pre-season tour, but because we've taken Elianusi and you know Bufal hasn't joined up with the squad yet because he's only like a couple of days ago stopped playing for um, Morocco. But if we're taking Elianusi, that kind of shows that he's still sort of part of our plans, and we've got to get rid of both of those two or two wingers overall before we bring another one in. Because like you said, otherwise we've got too many wingers. They're not all going to play they're all, they're all going to be on pretty good wages as well if, they, if they're coming to a Premier League side and yeah I think as much as he would be a good signer we've got to have outs before we have ins yeah, for really any position at the moment because mm-hmm. we still have a very very packed squad yeah definitely right so is that everything for transfers I'm pretty sure I can't think of anyone else that we've been solidly linked to coming in no. so do you want to go on to the pre-season tour uh, yeah sure so there was a little bit of um would you say controversy? I think it's just a lot. A oh, bit definitely. Of, um, I, yeah. yeah, it's In, hard. It's hard to say controversy for a pre-season training camp yeah. team or squad. Um, but yeah. yeah, there's quite a few. So Stuart Armstrong missing, which yeah. apparently is food poisoning. Yeah. Charlie Austin, Mario Lamina, Carrillo, Slattery, and Sam Gallagher mm. all out of the 26-man squad yeah. travelling. So along with Harrison Reed, Jake Kesker, and Sam McQueen. Well, there yeah. we go. Yeah. That's quite. Yeah, it's quite a few notable names there. Yeah, so I think we can probably go down that list. And so Armstrong, like we said, is probably just ill. Yeah. Austin's been linked with a move. Four Lamina's, different teams. Yeah, Lamina's been linked with a move. Carrillo is just. He he's been linked with Lagana. Is he's, he's uh, there's talk of him going back to uh, Pellegrino, going with Pellegrino, yeah. Spain. Right, yeah. Um, but they, we want our money back. Basically, I think we want eighteen million for him or something yeah, like that. that. Yeah. and uh, they want him for six, seven million. Yeah. So, like, we're not going to get our money back, and I think we do have to just cut our losses. Yeah. But I think Kurilo does deserve a chance. But if Hasanutu doesn't want to give him a chance, mm. that's fine. Uh, Slattery, maybe that might be a, a loan move, possibly in the works. Yeah, but I think there's also because we are. I think it's Austria, China, Ireland, isn't it? And yeah. I, I think Hassanito said that he's going to take different players to different places. Mm. So Slattery might have missed out on this one, mm. and a lot of these players may have missed out on this one. But they might be going to China, or so, they might be going yeah. to Ireland. So, for example, Will Smallbone got into this one, for example, yeah. but he might not go to the next one, and Slattery, Slattery goes. Might go. Okay, yeah. so you, do you reckon that's the same with? Uh, Reed and Classy things like I, that. I hope it's the same with Reed and Hesker and McQueen. I hope mm. they do get a chance to try and prove themselves. Mm. Uh, I think Gallagher's basically gone now. He's he's got a five million pound bid from Wigan accepted, yeah, right, and yeah. Blackburn want him as well. Mm. So he's probably gonna go in the end. Yeah. Uh, but no, I'd like to see these players get their chance. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, any sort of surprising ins that you're not shocked about, but a bit like oh, wasn't. 
was expecting that because of the players that we didn't take. Well, look, like we've taken four goalkeepers. Well, yeah, we want to get rid of two strange. of them. That's yeah. a little bit strange, but I'm guessing just uh, it's all about Hassanutal having a look at the players that he's got yeah. and then which ones are going to get into the squad and which mm. ones aren't because he might as well take four goalkeepers, have a look, and then decide whether he wants to get rid of McCarthy or yeah, Forster that's true, yeah. instead of like just taking McCarthy and not taking Forster and. Mm. Because Forster might still have something in him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I saw Dan Nalundalu on the the list. Mm. Not not um, Mikey's face automatically lit, uh, lights up. Mm. I haven't seen much of him. Are you able to give us a scouting report, Mike? I've seen him once. I mean, this is going to be like <laughs> I went I, I went to the Newcastle on the twenty threes game, the right. final game at the end of last year, mm-hmm. and he was that player that stood out. Oh, okay. he's he's incredible. He's quick on the ball, good feet. Dangerous in the air as well. He's got the height on him too, and he's he's a strong lad, and he looks really good coming through our system. Where does he play? Striker. Strong, nice. Okay. Yeah, because in that game he did score against Newcastle, but the four or five other ones he didn't score, but he had that presence about him. You know, he he had that sort of thing of he, like he's not an easy guy to mark because, like you said, he's good on the ball for quite a quite a presence. He's quick, like he says. He's got everything about him to be promising. He just needs that game time. Yeah. And he might struggle to get. He might have to send him out alone, but he's, he's definitely a promising player. Okay. Okay, so this is the tier list that we're going into now. So this will be available if you want to look at it on the YouTube, but we'll do our best to explain it on the podcast yeah. if you are listening on the podcast. So basically, we've got five sections and the current first team squad available. So I've done this last night. So if you want to do it for yourselves and send it to us, I'll put a link in the Twitter, so just go on there, at Saints Prime Pod, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Click the link, and it'll take it to yourself. You can do it to yourself. You know, send us the screenshot, send us your choice of what you liked. But we're going to go through it at the moment. So we've got the 30 first, uh, first team players, and we split it up into vital, important, promising, underperforming, and sell. So we've got uh, Mikey, get your hands off that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we've got our 30 players. We'll just work one by one through them where we think we are and we'll come up with a eventual list. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we'll, that'll awesome. be our list. So first we've got Charlie Austin. It's not it's in random order, but um, Mikey's immediately grabbing him. Where are we going to go? <laughs> Let's have a big guess. Let's have a good, have a good guess. He's gone in cell. I think that's pretty, pretty self-explanatory. Well, yeah. he's, he's probably... Gone. Yeah, uh, it's probably the closest to being sold. Yeah. Bags are probably game, packed, yeah. aren't they? Let's yeah. be honest. Plenty of options as a striker. Yeah. He's not very versatile as a striker. He can't do many jobs. Mm-hmm. But for a team like Sheffield United, he'll probably do well. Think, for yeah, get Aust- goals. Austin's a poacher. Yeah. He, he, yeah, he'll always score goals. He he gets in the right positions at the right time. That's even like when we weren't playing well, he was still scoring goals because yeah. it, he he is that sort of player. Yeah, and it'll be a shame to see him go but he deserves first team football he deserves to be with a club that want him to play first team football Yeah, and a system that fits around him instead of a system that he can't work in yeah. basically he doesn't fit the system doesn't he yeah. sense. there we go uh, so sense. next one Harry is it Elinusi Mohamed Elinusi yeah. uh, what are we going to go for I'd say underperforming I'll go underperforming yeah. I don't think we should sell him he's only had a year yeah, yeah, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, a lot of players pre-season is to try him under Ralph, see how he works. If not, then I think that's up to Ralph to decide whether it's to sell or yeah. not. 
But at the moment, I think underperforming is quite fair. Mm. Uh, I think in an interview, he said that he wants to be at the club. He wants to prove himself. So yeah. I don't think he'll be getting a loan move. I think if he is going to go, he will be sold. Yeah. But I think this this season, we've got to keep him. We've got to see if he's actually the class that was brought in. Well, he quite yeah. clearly has talent. And that's yeah. why we got him. It's just about finding that talent Definitely. and suiting the league. Because not every player instantly goes do you know what I've moved from this league to this league I can work perfectly seamlessly into this next league took Mane a year to develop yeah. so yeah. especially because it's probably one of the most difficult leagues in, in world football so adjust, you've yeah. got to give him a chance yeah. you've got to give him a chance okay next one so we've got Romeo. Uh, so that's obviously quite a different dynamic to what we've had before mm. um, where, where's your guys initial thoughts it's a, it's a difficult one because out of the ones that are, that are there, I don't really think he matches anything. So I don't think he's vital or like important as in he'll play 30 plus. Like, because important seems not irreplaceable, but like he'll play 35 games a season. And obviously, he's not promising any form of yourself. I'll say yeah. more of a like just a, a good squad player for me personally, because I, I genuinely think that he's a good player, but he's also quite a one dimensional. Interesting, wow. you chose a position that's not in the five columns. Like, yeah, <laughs> really, it makes it quite difficult. So I, I'd rule out promising because that's yeah. not that's not what he's doing. He's, yeah. Um, I wouldn't say he's vital for the squad. I'd yeah. say a couple of seasons ago he was vital, but I think it's between important and important. I would, I would, I would still say he's an important player because yeah. he's a player that we don't have another on off. Yeah. We don't have another breaker up of play. He is, he is like. I know, I know he probably won't play 35-plus yeah. games next season, but in a game, if we're winning 1-0 away mm. from home, you throw on Romelu to break but up the play. That's what I mean. Field. He's an important yeah. squad player. So, like, so he's, import, he's an important <laughs> yeah. player. We'll use the word so, important. So you used important, yeah. so yeah. we're going important. Yeah, if we get yeah. an important squad player, then yeah. I like him, um, important okay. squad. Well, oh, yeah. the key word important, we'll put yeah. him in important. We'll put him in that. Right. Yeah, that's lost all Sounds. meaning, that word now. Um, <laughs> Sam Gallagher. What do we reckon? Well, if he's Link. jumped straight on the mouse, he'll go sell. He'll go. He'll go sell. I, yeah. I wish Gallagher had more of a chance, yeah. but I think that's probably down to the way that the club has been run in the last five years. Is yeah. that you've got a generation of players that could have been but just won't. Just kind of got like lost. It will be Gallagher. Changes. It will be Reed McQueen, like Hesket. These yeah. these players who probably should have been given a chance and they mm-hmm. just haven't. So yeah. two years prior or two years in the future, they probably would have given got given their chance. Well, I think it was a more the, stable the wrong time. They yeah. came through. Well, so. uh, the problem was because because the club had the ambition of pushing for Europe, it sort of lost its way mm. in the way that like we we started buying in players mm. instead of bringing you through yeah yeah. so Gallagher had because he played quite a few games under Pochettino yeah he played quite a few he started started a lot and then he just went out of his way and we just went you know what just loaned them out because that'll be the same as playing for us that's that's just not how it works okay so happy with sell then yeah Yeah, I thought that would probably be comfortable in that so we got James Ward-Prowse next vital yeah I'd say definitely Hooter thinks it I think he says he's probably He's going to be a key squad and physically he's one of the best players he's, he's ever worked with. Mm. So I think vital player. Yeah. And I think he will be, as long as he stays for the next five, six years, to be fair, he's got everything about him that, mm. that, that we need. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm happy with that, Mike. Are you happy with that? Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Mm. Next one. Uh, Stuart Armstrong. That's a tough. Reckon? That's a tough one. Because you, you're about to say something. No, 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 no. I was, I was I'm thinking, because... When he started like, under Hughes, 
Mm. He was probably one of the only shining lights in the squad. Yeah. Armstrong was probably our best player for the first couple of months of the season. Yeah. And then Hassan just hasn't used him. Mm. And I don't know yeah. why. Um, he's, he's he affects games when he's on the pitch. Yeah. And he makes a difference. And that's why I'd go important. But he hasn't he hasn't been as good as he was. Well, it's difficult because we've seen season. good performances from him, but he hasn't had that much of a run. Yeah. So in my head, I'm always thinking that seems kind of promising. Yeah. Like, I, the promising column for me just kind of seems like young youth players. But if he's had a good spell of games he, and he's he's got a chance of actually producing something. Yeah. So that's, sure, I, yeah, I think that's a good point. We, we haven't seen the complete potential of Stuart Armstrong because of didn't he get an injury halfway through the season and then he yeah. hasn't really come back in. So I would I would like to see Armstrong given. Given more of a chance next season, and yeah. that's another reason why I don't really want Jared Bowen coming in. But <laughs> yeah. will you, you go promising? I think that's a good point because yeah. he's shown potential. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, next season, if he gets given a chance, he can he can show it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. So we've got Lamina now. So yeah. that's the one we've been talking about him at the start of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, what's it for you guys? Is it underperforming or is it sell? I would go. Like, I, he's probably going to go this window, but I'd want to put him at underperforming because I still think there's still something in him that yeah. will make him a good player. Mm. I know he, he won't fit the system, but there's a reason why he's played for Juventus. There's a reason why he's been a Champions League finalist. Yeah. So I would go underperforming, and I want to give him a chance to actually prove himself. I'm actually happy with that. I was thinking sell, but you kind of yeah. the way you kind of said that, it, you know. He has got there is something there, and if it does come through, then you think he could jump up those, those yeah. levels. I, I I only think so because there's sort of that sort of mutual agreement between the two that they both think it's the right time to move on for both parties. Southampton to move away from Lamina, Lamina to move away from Southampton. You know, after that interview that he said, he said that they're both quite. He didn't say exactly, but he, he sort of said. They're both quite comfortable with the decision. Uh, oh yeah, I think Lamina said that if there's an offer to go, he is happy to leave. Yeah. yeah. But then I don't. I I, I just. I it's not him chomping at the bit. To yeah. Get it's not. It's, a, it's not like 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 Van Dyke was. Yeah. To be fair, though, so. what's come out in the media seems fairly just kind of. He seems quite content with yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. That he said that he's just going to work to be the best that he can. If he goes, he goes, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm performing because I think he right. hasn't played well, but he has had. Oh, it's, injury, a, it's, so. a, it's a two for ones because if you think underperforming, it's two for ones. So yeah. Yeah, might as well end underperforming. Okay. Right. Next one. Alex McCarthy, McCarthy first goalkeeper of the choice. What do you think? I again, I think it's kind of kind of the meaner situation. Is it underperforming or is it sell? Because. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't say McCarthy was underperforming, no. but I wouldn't say that we should sell him. Well, there was a reason why he got moved out for going because he was on a bad, you know, spell of game. I, uh... Then also, I think they were waiting to give Gunn a chance. I, th- yeah. I think if we had, if it was just him and Forster, I think he still, I think he performed a, like a solid level. But there's all if we bought Gunn for thirteen million. They're going to use him at some point, and they're going to want to use him. They're sort of, they're sort of waiting for McCarthy to I make that mistake to give him a chance. I think McCarthy was always consistent. He was never spectacular like the end of last year, yeah. but he was never poor. Yeah, and I think Gunn came in for the Chelsea game, and he just performed better than McCarthy. I don't think McCarthy was woeful, yeah. but I think Gunn played better than McCarthy did. Mm-hmm. So I don't. 
it's because he's not promising because we've seen what he can do yeah. and he can be a fantastic goalkeeper but it's almost like his confidence was shot for like for, well, I mean I say for some reason because we were conceding so many goals yeah. Yeah. and that's why Gunn came in and he performed better mm-hmm. so I argue that we probably shouldn't sell McCarthy underperforming is the wrong bit to put him under but that's it's probably the one that lines the up the most one, yeah, yeah. yeah I'd say that I'd, something like that or I, I'd put him in sale because I think I wouldn't mind having having Gunn and Lewis as our two goalkeepers I just don't know where McCarthy and Forster are going to go uh, sorry I don't know where Forster is going to go McCarthy might go Aston Villa not Liverpool but he was linked to them in the past so I'd probably put so but I, I could see why underperforming is the right fit if we can't yeah. find a potential suitor for him let's see I'm, I'm really stuck between those two because I feel like Sale would probably be better for him mm. as well because you think if he's got another place where he can prove himself and consolidate I think he'd have a much better that'd be a much better move for his career yeah. than staying at Saints mm. the problem is the thing that's now coming in my head is that if a goalkeeper's not number one mm-hmm. he's underperforming yeah, and the pro- McCarthy will want to be number one somewhere. And he got given the number one shirt, but then fell out of that place. McCar- McCarthy would want to be number one somewhere. Forster would want to be number one somewhere. So probably both of them would probably sell. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think you can go. You go both sell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So. Yeah. All right. Decent. Next one. <laughs> Ryan Bertrand. What are your opinions on Ryan Bertrand? That's still going important. Mm. He's under- I think it, yeah, because you kind of think if you if you just went on um, just on his performance, you say he probably is a little bit underperforming. But you think that older role model for the club, you know, he was a captain. He's not anymore, but he was a captain. He's an older player in the squad. I think he probably has a lot of experience there, and I think he still does have a good place in the yeah. squad. So. I would say I would put vital, but I think if Jay Bokin stepped in, if he needed to, if Bertrand was injured, I don't think Salanter's results would dip like vastly, like very quickly. So I think I think important is the right. The thing, the right he thing. was vital to the club, yeah. and then because of last season and probably the season before where he wasn't as influential, yeah. I think that's probably dropped him down to important. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't think he's not had the performances that he did have before. Yeah, I think that's about right. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. Oh, right, who's next? Nathan. Nathan Redmond. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's, uh, it's three episodes. Yeah, gone straight into. A couple of ago, he wasn't anywhere near it. But for some people, not many, for some people, he wasn't anywhere near it. But now, key, key, key member. Sorry, of the squad. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, a vital member of the yes. squad. Yes, you know, top goal scorer last season. Yep. as well. Yeah, yeah so two it's, awards. It's I think it's, it's pretty. Um, Really. When, when he's on the pitch, we we seem to play a lot better as well, and that's that's I think that's why I think he'll be he'll suit well. the system well for Hassan yeah. Hussle. So yeah, I think mm-hmm. um, that'd be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, next player, Jeremy Hoiberg. You're going back to back vital. Yeah, back to back vital. Wow, captain. Is he going to be club captain now? Because Stephen Davis is gone. Yeah, move him over to there. Are you going to try and move it? You... it it's not working. It's... Oh, oh, there, there you, you go. go. There you go. Okay. Do you think it'll be club captain now? Yeah. Probably, yeah. 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 And yeah. hopefully for many years to come as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah he, he does just have that. He just has that presence among the squads, that sort of calm in nature. Um, and it's incredible. The, with a player who's isn't he 24 now, 23, 24. Yeah, 23, 24. Yeah. He, um, the amount of experience that he's got 
like playing for Bayern Munich and then exper- like he's experienced champion like winning leagues and stuff yeah. like that and then battling relegation yeah. and he's 24 yeah. so he's, he's had an incredible career already and I hope he pushes on and he finds Southampton as his real home mm. and hopefully he becomes a legend uh, uh, so he already is but yeah it increases it, status yeah. He's, he's more of a cult at the moment, but yeah. he can move up to a if, if he stays with us for he can move from a goonie category. Those are two but that, that's another one that we should do. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Pass okay. players and Oh well, that'd be good. Stasis. Yeah, we could do a pass player one. Yeah. I'll keep that in mind for the yeah, next one. We'll do next week. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Uh so the next one. So Angus Gunn. Uh what do we think about Angus Gunn? I go important. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think he's not one of the. If he was one of the league's best goalkeepers, and if he saved us on multiple occasions, only on the Chelsea game, I think did he did he save one of our games. Possibly the Bournemouth one as well, and he made an important save. Yeah, but yeah, I'd say I'd say important because it's not like he's an irreplaceable member. I like him, but I mean, he's not irreplaceable. If if that's the sort of yeah, I know what you mean. Like you got, we're quite fickle with our goalkeepers, aren't we? So. Mm. You got to say, you know, imagine if you had another bad run of games, it could be, um, it could be different. But yeah, I, I think important too, uh, yeah. a good choice. Yeah. Right. Right. So now a run of well, Alfie Jones. He's already gone. He, is he gone? Yeah, yeah he's right. gone to Jimmy. He's one line. Sick, promising man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's right. still young. Yeah, he's got potential. Yeah, well, can we just imagine when he comes back? Then I yeah. guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah Bednarek. It's uh, definitely other important, important or vital. Yeah. Um. Difficult. I think I think both Bender and Vestergaard should be seen as vital. They're not seen as vital, but they should be seen as vital. Because if you look at the stats, you see that Van Dijk's the top centre-back and then the two below them is Jan Bednarek and Yannick Vestergaard. Mm. I don't know if that's because we were just defensively shocking in the someone's first been so we had to, Someone's been yeah. on who yeah. scored way we, too we often. Had, we had to... Um, like, we had to defend a lot more so the stats would be higher. Yeah. But, I think both Benderek and Vestergaard should be seen as vital players. Mm. That being said, do we want to put them both in vital? Which one would you... Who do you think is more important, Yannick Vestergaard or Jan Benderek? I, I think Jan Benderek because I think he's, yeah. got, he's got more time to develop. Don't worry, Vestergaard's a good player. He's not a bad age. I, I think about 20... He's mid-20s, late-20s. Yeah. But... I think Jan Bednarek because he's quite young and he's already very the fact that integral. We're, yeah, we're kind of putting Vestergaard and Bednarek next to each other, but Bednarek is younger. Mm. I think that says a lot there. And I think, yeah. um, I th- actually, to be fair, I think I'd put Bednarek maybe as vital just because he's yeah. got that. If we could try and keep on to him as well, yeah. could be a really good one for That's the future. Awesome. And then maybe Vestergaard might yeah. be. So we'll, we'll shift Bednarek into the vital. Do you want to move Vestergaard now? Where do you want to move Vestergaard? No, we'll talk about We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll talk about it. Okay, yeah. Josh Sims. Josh hmm. Sims is the next player. He's uh, a difficult one, is Joshua Sims. Again, he's promising because you've seen, you've seen the performances, like the one against Wolves mm. where he was incredible, the one against Tottenham where he, he changed the game when he came on. Like You've seen the promising actor aspect of Josh Sims, but... He still hasn't got there yet. Yeah. Like, he should, if he doesn't, uh, this is going to sound incredibly harsh, but if he doesn't establish himself as a first team player this year, I think we have to let him go. Yeah. That's, that's what I was thinking. I was, I was thinking earlier when we were looking at this, I was saying 
So, because he's, he's had, it's not like it's, he's been here one season, he's been here quite a few seasons, he's never really established himself. You know, in the home games, he does really, does quite well, but the away games, he just, he, he hasn't really done much when playing away from home. We've seen Newcastle, he, he went missing. Yeah. It's only really those home games that he really, he shows himself to be a, a, high, a high quality asset. Yeah. Okay, uh, next player. Yoshida? I, oh, I, I, I'd say important. important. I'd say oh, important. Yeah, yeah. Some people would say vital because he's an experienced sort of leader in the dressing room, but I just, I, just, I don't really see him as a leader, more of an experienced player. It, it was um, at the end of last season when we were playing Stevens, Benderek, Vestergaard, you could tell that we were missing Yoshida yeah. as that covering centre back. I don't know if we, if we become more defensively solid with the two then Yoshida becomes an important player. If yeah. we play in the three, he becomes a vital player because yeah. we don't have a centre-back who's quick enough to mm. have... Like, we have to have Yoshida on the pitch if we are playing a three as the covering centre-back. Yeah. Because no one else is quicker. Well, uh, then saying that, when you're saying that we don't need another centre-back, if we're relying on Yoshida, wouldn't you say we need a replacement for Yoshida? No, because I think Yoshida can do the backup. He's done the backup before and I think he can do the backup again, especially if we're in a two. Yeah. Mm. If we're in a three, then maybe we need a pacier centre-back, yeah. someone like Marvel win. I think Yoshida's vital in a three and he's uh, important in a two because I think he, he always has that like little lapse of concentration yeah there's a, that's there's... gone away with age but there's still like something in your mind that mm. yeah. there will be something with Yoshida okay yeah. next player Harry Lewis hmm uh, Still undecided about him because yeah. he his, hasn't really had his chance. On his it? debut against Norwich a few seasons ago, he didn't have a he didn't have a great performance. Yeah, when he was out on loan at Dundee, he was all right. Nothing. I think nothing that's too a special. Reluctant, promising, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 it's not like we've got players in there that I'm excited to see come through in the promising. I think Harry Lewis is just kind of like. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's got he's got potential about him, but yeah. you, the two games that he's played against, the one against Norwich, he was quite poor, and then didn't he play against Arsenal in the FA Cup, and he got slapped five one. Yeah. yeah, it's it's all, the two games that he has played, they've been against quite difficult opposition with rotated players yeah. in front of him. He's sort of just been thrown in. He hasn't had time to establish himself. And um, that's quite hard for a goalkeeper. Yeah. I, th- I think he'll be a bit like Jack Rose, where when his contract runs out, it'll go. I can't. Yeah. He's not a sort of player that you see and think he's going to get a new contract when yeah. he's got one year left. I like him, but once again, the players we've got in front of him already, because Angus Gunn's still a young goalkeeper. Yeah. I think. I think he's. I don't think he's got much. It'll be difficult for Lewis to break in. Yeah. Definitely. So maybe another loan spell is needed. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right, next player? Valerie. Valerie. Important yeah. for me. You're important. Really? Yeah. I, what, what do you think, Vaisal? I think so. Because he's basically turned into our number one right back. True, but it's not. Youth prospects, you know, they're able to push out an experienced right back like Cedric. But if, I think if Cedric plays, I don't think the results are similar to. Um, I so one of them, similar to one of them, but I've said previously, I don't think results will drop drastically Bertrand, if we replace. You said that about um, Bertrand, I don't so. think results will drop drastically if yeah. we take out Valerie. But I think Cedric, yeah. from, from the end of last season, the correlation of back post headed goals has decreased when you yeah, exactly. And I think we've we've looked so much better down that right, and you think he's got to be one of the best players towards the end of the season. 
and not only performance wise but age wise he's got so you know so many years in him I to, about to in the improve. future he'll definitely be a vital player but at the moment I just I think he's I think it's an important level if you both think he's vital so, then he's so if vital it, do you think that we can bring in someone um, who is like who we can afford that is going to be better than Jan Valerie in the role that he plays I think they'll I think they'll be similar enough to have similar statistics I don't, don't get me wrong, I don't think we need a new right back because I want Valerie because I want him to improve and be that vital player but I do genuinely think if we had Cedric if we needed to I don't think results would drop really no. I, see I think Valerie's been one of the youth players one of the few youth players in a long time that I've been excited about and I don't want us to halt his progress I want him to play as long as possible because I think he will just keep coming on and on and on like I said I don't don't want him to not play I just mean I don't think he's vital so you you think he's not he's not vital because someone else can do his job and you think he is vital because if we don't play him then he won't get to his potential I I just think I just think the the amount of the amount of the amount of talent that he's got in there that he's clearly displayed I think for our squad, he is vital that we keep on to him to try and release that talent. So, so yeah, that's basically the two sides of the argument yeah. is that someone else can do his job at the moment, yeah. and then yours is oh, it sh- you should be vital. But I'm not disagreeing that yeah, I'm no. not. I'm so, not... would you say he's important for the moment, but vital in the future? But we've made other decisions like that, talking about not only now but in the future. Because if you said about. Uh, Josh, basically our whole promising column. You're saying that in the future, like Harry Lewis is for the future, and I think for Valerie, again, he should be higher because not only is he a good performance at the moment, he's, you know, he's got potential to be even better. Whereas if we were just basing it on what we see at the moment, I'd say the whole table needs to change. Uh, yeah, no, that that is the, I I'm either way with this. I, I don't. Well, really you have to be the mediator. Me and Harry are like a yeah. uh, devil and an angel on your shoulders. You got to make the decision. Yeah. I would I'm say Jan Valerie's vital. I would say he's vital because he's it's like. Don't I don't. I don't. We, must, we don't. It's close between the two. Like I'm not saying that is an outrage that you've made that decision. <laughs> yeah. But like, I'm just, I'm just, just saying. Like, I think you have a knife down to it. I don't have a knife. Yes. So, so the next one's Forster so would you go with that the same as McCarthy in the way that if we have to well we probably have to sell one of the I two I think Forster's uh, probably the lowest ranking out of our three keepers I think yes there is four yes would you say if if, if, one of, if one of McCarthy or Forster was going to go which one would you want to go Forster Forster just yeah. the the wage is making such a dent into well, actually, I look at it, sorry to interrupt, yeah, but I look at it, I think McCarthy and Forster probably have similar wages, and McCarthy's got a higher value, to like a higher sell on value at the moment. So I'd probably say McCarthy. I, I would say McCarthy. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry, I can get around that logic. So you're saying that McCarthy's worth more because yeah. I assume he's a better performer? Because he plays more regularly. And yeah, so why high. would you choose to keep a player who's not going to get into the first team? choose the worst player on the same wages well because in McCarthy in about a year's time if we don't play him we'll drop in value quite significantly Forster's already kind of hit quite a low point in value and I, don't, I think he won't play it's just just in case we need him like mm. as unlikely think, as it is I don't think I'm, hopefully I don't think I'm going to get a 
serious injury. Backup goalkeepers are for that reason backup, whereas McCarthy isn't a backup quality, he's a, he's a first team quality. I would also think that McCarthy thinks he's good enough to be a number one. Forster's accepted the fact that he's not going to be number one. Right. And McCarthy's less, well, Forster's less likely to kick up a fuss mm. than McCarthy is. You yeah. think McCarthy signed a new deal at the end of last year, yeah. didn't he? And he's probably going to be on a similar way. But the thing is, we, we, we signed a player in Gunn not to be a a player who's going to be happy to be on the bench. We wanted a player who's going to be involved in FA Cup, who's going to be involved in league runs. Yeah, so, so Gunn's going to be our number one next season. I don't think anyone's arguing that. No. We will get more money from McCarthy right now than we would get with Forster. Mm. And that money can be used to reinvest into... In, into another player, maybe Jared Bowen, maybe into another centre back. So, but then I I would not be happy with the selection we've got. You know, say so if Gunn gets injured, he's had a hamstring problem before, hasn't he? I don't know. I'm getting confused. But yeah, so Gunn sprains his wrist. Then we've then got Forster to play all of our league games, or Harry Lewis, who we've talked about that we're not entirely comfortable with. You think he's a backup? He's not just sitting on the bench warming the seat he is ready to spring into action if anything else happens and I don't think I'd feel comfortable with Forster in that position I, I don't think Forster's a bad goalkeeper I just think he's low on confidence I don't think he's a bad but I've seen player. I've seen him where was I West, West, Ham. West Ham there was simple mistakes being made you know it's not the fact that it's just a drop in confidence it is that's, vital mistakes that are costing goals that's, 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 that then grows with confidence it's yeah. like he's been thrown in there for one game he, he played last December he's played one game yeah but if you can't play him there where are you ever you, say you could say that about Harry Lewis as well if but, you, Harry Lewis has played twice and he's conceded six goals in and two also, games you could probably say that about McCarthy if he doesn't play for another six months but we he's said, not going to have a game time he'll make those mistakes Okay, fine. Well, Should we just yeah. move on? Because uh, this wasn't even end, a question. Yeah, this was just something that you matter. said. Yeah. <laughs> you just brought. Uh, you said, "Who would you rather sell, McCarthy?" You said, "Who would you rather?" No, I didn't. No, I said, "Who oh, would you rather sell?" Uh, right. Okay. Right. I'll just blame this on Mike. Yannick Vestergaard. Important. Important. Vital. Yeah, Two to one. Go on, do it. Put him in important. <laughs> 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 the reluctant nature. <laughs> I like how we. Oh, look, he's going to put him at the top so he can feel. Uh, I, mean, I think he's vital. Okay. Let's let's not start doing that order. Otherwise we we, would, be not, we would have not beaten Tottenham if Yannick Vestergaard's fat head didn't get in the way of that cross. Okay, that's true. all I'm saying. Okay, so who's the next player? Tyreek Johnson. Tyreek Johnson. Harry, any thoughts? Yeah, I'd say I'd probably say promising. He, he's shown he can play in a couple positions when he's played for us. Yeah, he's, he's shown promise both in the under twenty threes and when he's played for the full team. Tried so right. to murder that poor lad. I'd say he promising. Eight minutes <laughs> into his debut, yeah. that's a good one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, okay. shows he cares. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, slattery. Yeah, been left out of the twenty three, but I quite like him. What I've seen of him, I think, I think it's a similar category. To be yeah. honest, once again, he showed his, his business both in the under twenty threes yeah. and full team. Yeah. And I think he could be a mainstay in our midfield for years to come. Shall we get the other three youth players out of the way and put it into promising that would be Obafemi, uh, Marcus... Obafemi, Marcus Barnes, Kane Ramsey. The yeah, three I other think youth they could players. all be promising. Would you all say promising? Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd say I'm so. Not they've, they've, they've all done... They've, they've done all right with their team. done well for 23s. Yeah. That is the second division. So, yeah, I think... Yeah, I think I okay, know. so who are we left with? Jack Stevens, Jack Stevens. is the next one. 
I think there's so many variables that come into this. If we get a new centre back, I think he needs to go. But I think if we don't, I think he should be in the think, underperforming category. I think he's just underperforming at the moment. Mm. But underperforming shouldn't be a bad column. It's just saying that they're not at their best at the moment. You know, it's just like highlighting the fact that those all the players that how do you move stuff. I think it's just one of those ones. The three players there, you think they have all got potential to be in those ones above, yeah. but I think it's just at that point, it's just a bit. Yeah. You know, they're not quite there yet. Right. Next one, Shane. I'll oh, just move it. Anyway. <laughs> oh. Oh wow, that was that was a <laughs> shock on that going straight to Vitor. I think it's one below. One yeah. below. One below. I think he's still an important member because he's a good squad player. He causes opposition's opposition opposition players problems that other players that we have don't. Yeah, I, I think he, he's still an important player. Yeah, but I, I, he, he will have the same effect of Aura Romain next year. I mm. think he'll be an important squad player because he has the experience, and also he will have an impact off the bench yeah. next year. He won't start, but he will have that impact. Yeah. Okay, right. Next one, Danny Ings. Danny Ings. I'd say important. Yeah, because again, he's not. It's it's a strange one, Ings, because when he's it's, this is going to sound really generic. Well, when he's on form and when he's scoring goals, he's vital to us. But um, the problem is, is he'll do that for three yeah. months and then you'll get injured for three months. Well, he's, yeah. not, he's not scored since about Christmas, January time. So you could put him as underperforming, but I think that's just down to lack of match yeah. yeah. And I think under and with a full, full pre-season, he could be an important player. Ing, Ings doesn't just bring the goals either. He does bring that creative aspect, like against Wolves. He brings he other players had, into play. He should have had three assists and yeah. scored himself, but yeah. Sims was selfish. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, Ings is an important player, uh, vital when he's at full fitness. Yeah. And it's the... Two new signings. signings, yeah. I've just realised that I haven't put in the players that were on loan last season, just because right. I I just thought you know it, well Shocking. I don't know we didn't really see them last season. You know you got to see a little bit, but I just thought let's not be too ambiguous. Let's just yeah. you know. So the two new signings, Che and Jeffrey. I think both are promising because I we can't I can't personally say that they're going to be important or vital to us till we actually see them play in the red and white shirt. Yeah. To be honest. Maybe Shay Adams for important because he is that strong. Yeah, because I think we. Yeah. But like I said, we have it, it makes the column look nicer as well. Oh, it makes okay. <laughs> We're doing this for. Right, okay. Aesthetics. Yeah. Well, I think, that, I think that's good because I think we, the amount of time we've been crying out for a new striker, you know, he's been. Hasn't wanted him since January. I think that is an important signing and an important yeah. player for us. Any yeah. qualms, Murphy? No. Nothing. No. Nothing, that's... nothing. Nothing to ask. Nope. So, no. shall we finish okay. it there? We'll do a little quick roundup of all the players. Harry, do you reckon you can read Vital for us? Yeah, Vital, Hoiberg, Warprout, Resman, Bednarek, and Jan Valerie. Mikey, can you give us important? Vestergaard, Romeo, Bertrand, Gunn, Yoshida, Long, Ings, Shay Adams. I'll give you promising. We've got. Uh... Wait, did you say. Oh, so, Armstrong, Alfie Jones, Josh Sims, Harry Lewis, uh, Tyreek Johnson. Slattery, uh, Mikhail Obafemi, uh, Barnes, Ramsey and Shepard. The Irish performing players so far are Elianusi, Lamina and Stevens. And selling is Austin, Gallagher, McCarthy and Forster. I'm pretty happy with that list. Yeah, I think that's a good list. That's so like I said at the start, if you want to send us your lists, then I'll send a tweet out. We'll put this on Twitter to, so you can see it for yourself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, send us ours, uh, send us yours even and yeah. see what you think. 
Apart from that, is there anything else, or are you all really Definitely. happy with that? Both our players in the African Cup of Nations got knocked out. Yeah, unfortunately. And I did see Du Santalic sign a new contract with Ajax. For seven years. Yeah, it? it'll keep him on for a coach as well, which yeah. I think is quite nice. Three, three years. And also, nice. eight minutes ago, Jay Rodriguez has now officially transferred to Burnley. Well, there we go. That's um. Well, there you go. Jerry Rod has got to move back to Burnley. That's quite nice. Nice little end to the story. Yeah, isn't it really it? is. Yeah. Obvious. I'm bloody delighted. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's the end. Thank you very much for listening. As we said, it'll be on YouTube to see this. But if you're on the podcast or anything, thank you for listening. Thanks for the questions on the Instagram, Harry. Yeah. How can they send in the questions? Tuesdays, Wednesday. Tuesdays or Wednesdays, I'll put it out. Just Go on the site, find my Instagram story, type in anything you want. It doesn't have to be football related, and we will answer yeah. almost. And we love the questions, anything. don't we? The questions are very we'll answer nice. every yeah, single yeah, one. Yeah, we, we do. Every we do. single day, your Yeah, they do. And yeah, you'll get your name out. And yeah, we do really appreciate the yeah. podcast. That's nice. But yeah, so Twitter, we're on all pretty much every podcasting app. You check it. We'll be there. Yeah, we'll be there. You can't get away from us. So it's been me, Ollie. Mikey. Harry. You have to think there for a second. Yeah, okay, uh, so yeah, thanks and goodbye. It's been a long time since I've been at college. <laughs>